This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. WizardAmusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Freebus, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, Jared Morgan. Hey, Chris. How you going, mate? Doing well. It is uh, Super Bowl Sunday here. Super Bowl Monday, I guess, for you. Do you guys, I'm sure they broadcast it somewhere for you, huh? They do. Apparently, it is going to be broadcast at some point today. I don't know whether they hold it over until the evening, so we get delayed. But I'm sure if you're on pay TV here, in fact, (laughs) I'm in Ladbrokes, which is like a sports booking, uh, like a sports bookie, so... I'd imagine that they're probably going to be having up on screens throughout today if they mm-hmm. if it's not already. It is early here though; it's like six thirty four in the morning. So yeah, they, I don't know when does it normally broadcast. Is it on now over there? It, no, it is on in three hours from right now when we've uh, started. We start recording at twelve thirty here Pacific Standard. So mm-hmm. yeah, three hours from now is when kickoff is. Oh, it'll totally be up on the screens because I'm sure we'll have a market on it. So <laughs> yeah, that'll be one to watch what goes on. Yeah, uh, yeah, it should be cool. <laughs> Because it's, uh, we might even see the halftime shows um, here ah. without having to see it posthumously on the internet later on. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. This is probably I don't I don't watch football normally. Um, mm. The only sport I, I never watch, watch football because I'm not yeah. really sporty, which is bizarre. Because yeah. I'm working in a um, working for a a, um, a sports online gambling company, but I'm not really sporty right. at all. No. Um, but uh, what I wound up doing is I, I DVR it, and then about halfway through the broadcast, then I start watching. And so basically, I fast forward through the uh, the football, get through the highlights, and then I'm just watching it for the stupid commercials. <laughs> Which <laughs> you're, you're probably like me. I totally do the same thing. Time shift it so you could actually um, go back in and then watch it later right. on. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is, it's not even like the commercials are all that good anymore. Um, I mean, you know, they've all leaked on the internet and they don't put any, any cool movie trailers, you know, that you haven't seen yet in, in there and stuff. So even the commercial aspect has kind of gotten boring, um, and not as interesting. And sometimes you'll actually get sucked into the game. It, it, it has happened, but like sometimes, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I really don't understand gridiron at all. So it's it's like a blowout. Then it's like, (laughs) It's cra- looks crazy to me, mate. When I'm when I'm watching it, but I'm sure you guys would probably say the same about Australian rules football, which is oh, also probably. crazy. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But they do know how. to So put yeah, on that's that's cool. going to be going on, and uh, uh, you know, yeah, well, you know what I'm probably going to be doing is watching instead Ninja Warrior with my boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. Ninja Warrior. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen that, but um, Ninja I Warrior, think, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It, it's extreme obstacle course running, essentially. And oh, the guys that would do this are uh, rock climbers, free runners. Um, oh. I mean, you got to be in tremendous shape, you know, to actually do it. And the cool thing is, is that uh, up until last year, nobody had ever won. <laughs> oh, right. So... Yeah, it, it's they're celebrating the people's uh, trying less about oh well, there's a guaranteed winner. It's hey, if nobody's able to conquer the course, then course one. So wow, that really does <laughs> yeah, sound it's how pretty cool that way. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's based it's- we it's American Ninja Warrior to us because uh, Japan's been running this for probably 15 years now. They call it oh. uh, Sasuke. And um, they used to air that here. Right, I guess. So this is like the American version. It's very similar to like how Iron Chef got Americanized. Um, Exactly. Yeah, right. Cool. Yeah, because part of the reason why they wound up doing that was uh, Japan was actually thinking of shuttering it. 
and not doing it anymore. And so oh. they kind of bought the rights, brought it over here. So now every year in Las Vegas, they do the finals and make a big production out of it. So it's, it's pretty cool. Right. Okay. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, you're probably wondering, are we really going to talk about, uh, you know, football and American Ninja Warrior this entire podcast? No, no we're, way. We're killing time no. here. This is what we call the <laughs> we're, soft, we're killing time we because the, uh, soft intro. <laughs> yes. Yes. We are waiting on uh, Mike Lindsay from Farsight to uh, log in so that we can talk to him about this. The final week of the Kickstarter for the Doctor Who table. They, just on Friday added uh, some new reward tiers and more importantly, new rewards. Main one being that they are offering up a reskin of the doctor who table that will now have uh, the current batch of doctors. It's and healthier. I'm just having a look at it now up to 40 grand of 54. So, yeah, so 15 grand shy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's looking pretty good. I don't. I I think that they will be okay, but I'm sure Mike can probably speak more to that when he joins us in um, shortly. Yes. So while we're waiting on Mike, let's go ahead and talk about uh, last week's table of the week, which was Starship Troopers. And my question is, why in the heck is it completely kicking my butt? <laughs> is it that little mini red flipper uh, that causes you to? No, to- I've gotten. I've I've gotten actually pretty good at uh, uh, doing that. The weird thing is I've never seen any of the tables equally drain so well as this one. I mean, whether it's the left and right outlanes or the uh, the center drain, freaking Starship Troopers, man, it's impossible for me to gain ball control, it seems. It's just all over the map. Um, yeah, and, I don't know uh, what that is. Do you think it's the the um, the shooting range when you shoot that? I don't really find it straight down the middle from there for me. It seems to be okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't know. The other weird thing for me is it's it's almost a wide body, like because the outlane is yeah. also the same as your uh, the the plunger pole lane. Yeah, and I've often found that wide body tables tend to kind of screw me up a little bit for uh, my aim. Um, yeah. One of the other things that kind of is weird on it is, like, once you collect all the bugs, then the little light goes off to tell you that uh, you can shoot for either nuking the planet or advancing to the next planet, right? But that light doesn't go off immediately. There's, like, a delay. So you've just gotten the bugs. The ball comes screaming down to your flipper, and yet you don't want to flip yet into the, uh, the drop hole because the light's not lit. And and so there and there's it, I found that that's happened a lot on the table in general. Like you shoot a bug, and if the ball is bouncing like in the center uh, portion of the table, if the yeah. ball bounces in between the two lights, it only activates as one bug. It's not a quick responding uh, processor, I guess, to pick up yeah. all your hits. Yeah, right. So do you think it's more rather than sort of getting those glancing shots, you actually need to shoot for each of the targets quite explicitly? When you're actually shooting. Yes, but it's also such a flow table. That it doesn't that's really why it's like it's almost like counterintuitive. Yeah. 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 It's really bizarre. Yeah, I'm not. It is really bizarre. Um, talk about that in a second, but hey, look who just look showed up. Visitor. It's Mike Lindsay. <laughs> hey, Mike. There you go, right? <laughs> hey. We, yeah, we're I trying to stall. Uh, oh, actually, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Cool. Yeah, we can okay, hear you. I wasn't even sure that was going to work. I haven't uh, used my laptop. Uh, for streaming or anything for a while. Ah. Um, but yeah, I'm here. Cool, Bean. You're here. You're here, and uh, we'll just cut right into it. Uh, I do have other things I'll talk to you about, but uh, the main thing is, yeah. let's talk Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, so you guys got one week mm-hmm. left on this. Uh, according to today's totals, you're about 14, 15 grand shy of the uh, yeah, we're getting grand there. total. And on, you're getting there slowly but surely. And then on Friday, you guys had introduced uh, new tiers, and uh, the new uh, skin, Doctor Who okay. Regenerated. So wanted to see if you could kind of uh, address some of the questions that people have brought up via forums and the Kickstarter page and uh, uh, just try and clarify so that everybody knows exactly what they're getting into. Yeah, uh, we've been seeing a little in. confusion on there, so this will probably help. Mm, cool. Yeah. So the uh, the main thing I just want to clarify is seventeen dollar uh, fund that gets you the new Doctor Who yes, regenerated. Yes, gets you correct? both versions of the table. 
both versions. And both versions uh, for any donation above that will always yes. be included, correct? Cool. Okay. So there go there goes that one bit of confusion that some people were having because, yeah, some of the Kickstarter rewards would mention it, others wouldn't, and then people were like, well, that means you're only getting the one and not the other. Um, is there going to be a... Obviously, with the $17 donation, you're getting the right. pro mode for mm-hmm. the regular Doctor Who. Is there going to be a pro mode for uh, regenerating? We plan to put a pro mode in, um, but it's, it's going to be running off the emulation of the original table. So... Um, okay. Depending on how much we change, I'm not. We're not exactly sure how it's going to work. Um, but we're planning to put the promo okay. in there. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, let's see what else I can dig up here. I've got so many windows open; it's hard for me to see my notes. <laughs> how much you went in while you're the... while you're um, filtering through your notes? There. One question I had, uh, yeah. Mike, was uh, how the like we were talking about custom voice. And stuff. Oh, sorry, voice work from the um, the doctors. Can you speak more right. to that and um, tell us a bit more about the the level of integration that you that Farsight plan on putting into the reskin? Is it going to be custom speech, or is it just going to be taking grabs from the series and putting them in appropriate places? Uh, I think it's all going to depend on uh, what BBC wants to do. Mm. Um, we would like to do that, but I'm not sure if we're going to be able to get, um, you know, doctors and stuff like that to actually record audio. But we might, you know, just it just depends on what BBC wants to do. Okay. Um, right. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So BBC is definitely taking an active part in this yes. reskin then. Yes, yeah. definitely. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, okay. I found my notes. <laughs> um, $50 level gets you the custom ball pack right. for Doctor Who. But then I noticed on the $60 level, it said custom ball pack for the regenerated Doctor Who. Are there two different ball packs? There's going to be a ball pack that is themed um, to the old table, to the original. And then we're going to have a new one themed to to the new regenerated table. Hmm. Okay. So if you do the $10 more, basically, you'll then get both sets of uh, ball packs. Okay. Gotcha on that. Um, at the $200 level, you guys have called it the beta level, and that allows you mm-hmm. to beta test for Doctor Who. Is that a one-time beta that you're only beta testing for that, or is it that you get to beta test the other regular pinball arcade games either prior to or after Doctor Who is uh, released? It's just going to be Doctor Who beta for the original and for the uh, okay. uh, regenerated table. Okay, that clarifies that. Um, ah, so when we're talking new doctors, uh, are we talking all the way from McGann, Eccleston, Tennant, Smith, Capaldi, and even William Hurt? Or uh, do you guys know which ones you're considering for the new doctors? Well, or, I think we're considering that, them all, but I think it's kind of up to BBC whether, uh, you know, what they want to push for their next season and stuff like that. They also, they're going to have, uh, okay. you know, we're going to have, current doctors um but just whatever mm-hmm. they allow us to do um and it's also possible that we'll have companions but i don't know if um i don't know if they're gonna want us to do that or what you know so we have some say we, we give them our ideas and i think that they're gonna give us our ideas and kind of come together on it is that kind of what it fell to with the uh, toys also that yes. you guys mentioned yeah it's gonna Being be put on the table it's yeah. up to them what we're gonna want. you know present to them what we can and see what we can get done make it super cool i say what about the DMD? Um, yeah, actually, uh, we might, we're not sure because of the emulation, we might have to uh, not change the DMD, um, but we uh-huh. do plan to change the DMD, and it might actually even be, uh, you know, not exactly like a DMD, it might be more of a, you know, like video. Color DMD um, style DMD. thing. Oh, okay. That's yeah, what I was it might not necessarily be that. Whatever looks, whatever looks the coolest, and it might actually look pretty cool to have some, you know, not necessarily a DMD. I guess this will actually... Would there be any kind of uh, rule change? Uh, I'm not sure if we can change the rules. Um, okay. But we'll be adding things to the game, you know, just like we are able to add, uh, like, multi-ball to Ghostbusters and stuff like that. There's some things that we can tweak, mm-hmm. um, but we're just going to have to see what we can do once we start digging down into the emulation and, and you know, seeing if we can maybe make it seem like we're changing the emulation or something like that. I'm not, you know. Okay, yeah. I understand. I've got yeah, one question here, um, um, Mike from Neil. He's just wondering how um, will these sort of the switch between 
standard Doctor Who and um, reskin Doctor Who, regenerated Doctor Who go, will it be sort of like a toggle like it is for Taff Gold or will it sort of be a standalone table in the menu? I think it's going to be a standalone table in the menu. Hmm. I guess it's it's different enough that you want it to stand off, stand oh, by yeah. itself. Oh, yeah, we're, we're yeah. definitely going to make it different enough. Yeah, it's it's just part of the whole deal. We have to make it pretty new. It's yeah. going to be pretty cool. <laughs> now, is this going to be uh, exclusive only to Kickstarter, like Taff Gold has so far been, or is this something that then would be released to the general public? It'll be released to the general public. Okay. Okay. That answers that. And moving right along my long list of things. <laughs> um, ah, this one is kind of an interesting, and that is, why is it that this can be so heavily modded? Uh, and I'm guessing it's because of BBC's blessing, as opposed to other tables that you're not allowed to do any mods whatsoever. Yeah, it's a special on. deal just for um, for the Doctor Who table that we worked out with BBC. So it's not. So in this case, it's the licensor that determines that it's not Williams, you know, breaking some kind of a Williams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Issue. Yeah. And, and, you know, we try to ke- keep everything original and try to only recreate real tables. But in this case, it was, it's part of the deal. Right. And uh, we're going to really try to make it super cool. So we'll see. Are we ever going to see Ghostbusters get dropped into TPA or is it always going to be that standalone app? I don't think it's going to be dropped into uh, Pinball Arcade. I think it's going to stay uh, standalone. Okay. Mm. Okay. That just brought it, and he was like, "Well, guy, if it is standalone, like you know, Doctor Who's going to standalone, like yeah. Ghostbusters, yeah, well, um, all the same, it's still haunted house layout, right. so who cares?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could, uh, if you chose to, you could actually put it in the standalone. That's very similar to Scared Stiff and and Ghostbusters because it is unique enough yeah. to standalone. It would yeah. be a good way to get new yeah. fans in, even when I search for Doctor I Who. I think that it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, it all just depends on what they want to do, you know. Mm. Uh, you guys actually have a Doctor Who convention happening up in Big Bear uh, in a few a days, what? correct? A Doctor Who convention in Big Bear? No, Are you not, not in Big Bear. <laughs> yeah, I think it's they're... in Los Angeles. No, no where it's is in it? LA. It's it's kind of by oh. LAX uh, Gallifrey One. Uh, yeah, it's by the LA okay. airport. Um, in our, I thought it was yeah, weird. Somebody was saying that. Uh, I like, guess oh, people yeah. not knowing geography. It's, yeah, it's just right down the street <laughs> from Farsight, but no, it's not. But we, I think we're going to be there. Um, Cool. It was, they sold out a long time ago. Um, and I tried to yeah. get a hold of them and wasn't really able to get a hold of them because, you know, they're not really like allowing anybody to come in. But someone reached out to us from there. Um, and then we're, what, we're, gonna, into yeah, we're not going to be able to, yeah, we're going to be able to sneak into a booth essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That'd be cool. And, and as I saw at uh, the uh, Arcade Expo, you have a banner already. <laughs> Set to go. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be allowed to bring that banner, but uh, we have some other stuff that we're going <laughs> to We'll just take over their booth, you know? <laughs> right, foot banner. right. <laughs> any, other, uh, any other issues you want us to know regarding the Kickstarter before I uh, jump into some Well, we're going to be – uh, we're trying to drum up some support for this last week. Um, we've been kind of held off um, from BBC to announce the stuff that we just did. Um but now it's out, and now we have some other things that we're hoping to announce uh, tier-wise and, and a few other things, hopefully, um, throughout the week to hopefully get some more uh, pledges up and uh, get some new people. Is there anything that uh, the community can do to uh, drum up business that they haven't been doing Yeah, well, already? they've already been doing it already. Um, just keep retweeting everything that everybody says. Just make your own tweets. Try to tweet uh, the companions and the doctors and all the actors and cast and whoever you can. Um, and we already, we appreciate everything you guys have done so far. You know, we have some fans that wrote, uh, wrote on the blog for uh, uh, Doctor Who news or whatever. And uh, they actually mm-hmm. picked that up and posted something. We've got a lot of traffic from that. Um, you know, gaming sites, you know, if, if you guys can just write to them, if you can, you know, we're already doing that as well, but it helps if the fans do it too. Shows okay. an interest, you know. Makes it more authentic. Yep. Hey, and up your pledge to the uh, to the new uh, the new tier. Seventeen bucks gets you uh, gets you two pro tables. Mm. Oh, we lost. Yeah, that's all right. We'll keep going. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, that's um, it's going to be. He'll come back. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, seventy or something. I think you guys got it right with the pricing entry point for that because 
you know, for an extra seven bucks, you know, that's that's pretty yeah. easy to get, like to step up to. You know, it's yeah, not like I it's, it's bad. fifty It'd bucks cool. or something like that. I think that's the thing, right? Yeah. It's uh, people have been speaking in the Kickstarter about little pebbles um, making the 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 dam of the 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 goal, and I think um, yeah, mm-hmm. the little pebbles of seven dollars they'll add up pretty quick. So um, yeah. yeah, I reckon I reckon it'll be really good. So we've got a couple of questions in the um, uh, the blab session here. Um, at this stage, I think people are wondering, there's been a lot of conjecture in, in the Kickstarter about introducing TAF Gold uh, into the Kickstarter right. tiers. And I think there's a lot of speculation. I've done a lot of speculation as well about why um, at this stage it hasn't been included, given that you know it's been about a year um, uh, since mm-hmm. it was released. Um, at this stage, can you sort of talk a bit about that and sort of um, maybe discuss a little bit why... Um, it hasn't been offered maybe up front as a, um, a Kickstarter reward. Well, as far as I know, we're going to try and keep it exclusive um, to the Adams family. Um, but we have been considering putting it into this Kickstarter, um, among other things that we could add. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes there are licensing conflicts, and uh, I'm not 100% sure if we're allowed to do it. Um, but if we are allowed with the legal team, team, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm just gonna have to talk to him, but it is, it is part of, uh, uh, you know, the agenda if we can do it. Yeah. Right. You know, so hopefully this week, maybe we get something in there like that and, uh, you know, and some other exciting things. Because I think some people are, are sort of thinking that, you know, it's it's coming across for better or for worse that, that Farsight's holding off, like holding it back from being released, like as a deliberate yeah. <laughs> decision. And I think yeah. what people have to realize is there are commercial concerns that surround this, this table. And it's like, why would you guys actually want to hold it back if there was no reason to hold it back? I mean... Chris and I have said Yeah, and a lot of times we get a lot of complaints like that. Yeah, we get a lot of complaints of like, why are you guys doing that? Why are you guys doing this? A lot of times uh, we're held back by licenses. We're held held back by um, having so many different platforms. That's one thing that is actually uh, very challenging for us is having every platform. You know, that's that's our big challenge that we've made for ourselves is to, to release on everything. And then when it comes time to release, you know, everybody deals differently, takes a certain amount of time, you know, one's longer, one's shorter, one's easy, one's hard, you know? Yeah. Um, and the big it, difference, it just, it, it makes things a little inconsistent sometimes too, when we try to release at certain times and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. It would be, a, it would be a challenge. <laughs> I think the, the real thing that a lot of people are uh, worried about with the Adams family Kickstarter, I think is that for those people who just missed out, just absolutely missed out on, um, you know, getting the opportunity to be a part of that Kickstarter, you know, a lot of the new customers that are coming in, it might be a case where, you know, they really want to actually get the gold, but there's just no physical way of them actually um, uh, obtaining it. So I think a lot of people, yeah. you know, they, they want to, they want to just throw some money away. Yes. <laughs> you know, they yes. just, can't, right? and, uh, if we can do that, we will, you know? Yeah. Well, I really hope that there's some way of doing it. Cause I think you'd get, um, I think there'd be some sales there to be had, you know, but, it all comes down to being right. able to do it and getting permission to do it. So, yeah, I, I get that. I think we just have to bear that in mind. Um, Colton uh, asks us, have you ever considered a stretch goal for turning some of the early scripted tables into properly emulated tables? What do you reckon about that? Uh, well, I don't think we want to make that a stretch goal for one of our Kickstarters. Mm. Um, you know, I think if we do it, we should probably just do it without a Kickstarter. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it would be. It, it'll uh, it'll good. improve it. And, yeah, and it's something that we've said in the past that we want to do to certain tables. Mm. And uh, you know, at those times with our small teams, we have new platforms to come out on, and and that's mainly our our blessing and our curse is this, all the platforms, and it, it takes a lot of time to get things done. Yeah, um, when we start doing that, so it kind of um, like, you know, a little bit of a lower priority until we get out the newer platforms. And that's what's happened to the uh, emulation there. I know that um, the in recent news, um, Scott was saying that he's got an offsider now. Scott, um, our Android developer, he's um, got a, a new person that he's uh, got on board, which is great for him. Um, that's really exciting. Yeah, the team is growing. So that's wonderful. Um, yes, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. 
So um, look forward to seeing what they can do there. I'm sure that an extra set of hands will make light work of everything for Android coming up, which is um, really good. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, we've got our, we've um, we've got yeah the new programmer. He's he's working in really well, and I think he's uh, he's really going to lighten the load on some of the programmers, and then we can start getting out some stuff that we've been planning on. You know, because even at the studio, we we feel bummed out that we're not getting out certain things just because we're time constrained on yeah. what we're currently working on. You know, and we have our monthly release happening every single time, so the cycle never ends. You know. Yeah. Right. It's just yeah, DLC every month means that you can only do so much. Um, which yeah, yeah would be a real challenge. Definitely uh, keeps us going. <laughs> yeah, and I know that uh, you know in the in the twelve days of Christmas that you were um, announcing stuff, really cool stuff like you know um, VR and stuff like that. You guys will be yes, trying VR, out the platform. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So I, I'd actually be really. Yeah, interested I'm not sure. Um, yeah, Oculus. Yeah, I'm not sure when we're planning to come out with all that, um, but we're definitely uh, working on it. And uh, it's we should have something for our in-house demo pretty soon, I think. Mm. Um, but I'm not sure what there's some kind of contract stuff with that. I'm not really uh, sure what I'm allowed to say about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, stay stay clear. We don't want yeah. to get in trouble, Mike. It's always something like that with me. I just kind of yeah. have to hold my tongue on everything all the time. It's hard, but it's, yeah, be tough. there's lots of exciting things that I want to tell everybody. <laughs> Got an interesting question here from Neil. He's asked um. Has this is this comes up a fair bit when we're talking about you know increasing the quality of Pinball Arcade and looking back at older releases. So Neil was wondering, um, has Farsight ever considered taking just a month off and going back through the old DLC and going right? We're going to do some heavy bug fixes on some of the tables. Like maybe some of the bug fixes have been hanging around since release of the table that just didn't have a chance to get done at the time. Right? Is that something that that uh, Farsight is actually capable of doing, or is it necessary to keep the DLC cadence up and and sort of just keep marching forward? That's I think it I mean. really is necessary for us to continue releasing every month. It's pretty much what's uh, keeping us going. Mm. Um, so so yeah, I mean, it, it would be something that we might consider in the future. Mm. Um, and we've you know we've always been asked this question. And, uh, you know, it would be nice to do that. So hopefully someday we, uh, we could actually. It's a very interesting. I think we're getting, I'm seeing some more casual comments about the whole, you know, taking a month off thing. And don't feel you have to answer this, but this is a question to the people on Blab. To, we, we know that Farsight needs to actually keep the monthly DLC revenue going up. So this is the question to you, Blabbers. What would you think to a slight price hike? to allow them to take that gap month and budget that in to um, to the overall yearly schedule of season passes. So a little bit more money up front to allow them to actually take that gap month and actually do the, the bug fixes. Um, so that's interesting. So some people are saying, yep, they take a price increase for quality. I'd actually totally do that as well. I'd be quite happy to pay an extra little bit of money um, each season pass to get a little bit of um, give you guys time to actually do the stuff you need um, yep that's another one bearing in mind though that the people that are on the blab um, session are, are right. big fans of the platform and I think this is another thing yes that, that's, that's yeah. tough right because fans will go yep absolutely do all the bug fixes and and re really improve the platform but when it comes down to it, we're a very small percentage of the overall customer base of people like, hey, like we might make 2% of the overall customer base, if that. So, you know, people might yeah, see... Yeah, it is a smaller percent. Mm. Yeah, it's a smaller percent, and we have to really think about the people that aren't engaged with us on our social media and in the Pimble Arcade fans and everything, because... A lot of those people are just gamers that just found us on on the app store or saw some ad for us or something like that, you know. Yeah. And uh, we actually get comments and complaints that five dollars is ridiculous for a game, you know. And these are people that are not actual pinball fans that are becoming pinball fans. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, that historical back uh, in 2012, yeah. when, you know, everyone is you know people like you know me and and Chris who's actually joined us back again now Chris welcome back yes. after your uh, <laughs> yes and <laughs> back to crash <laughs> we were just talking uh, we've talked about um, introducing TAF gold uh, into yeah. the Kickstarter and the TLDR with that is that meh, 
we'll see how it goes with licensing. It's a bit tricky. Yeah. And uh, we're also talking about taking um, a, a gap year, uh, a gap month and actually doing bug mm-hmm. fixes and how that might how that might look. And Mike was saying that um, it's a bit of a challenge because you've got the, you know, the, the 2% of us who are big fans and would love to see, you know, that historical stuff being resolved. But, yeah. you know, you've got the, the large population that just look at it from a purely price point and go, whoa, you know, an extra, let's say arbitrarily an extra $1.50 per table, um, you know, that, might tip people over the edge not to purchase. So it's a balancing act. Well, Mike, you guys still get a healthy amount of people uh, uh, that are first-time users to the app. I mean, it's not like there's been uh, – you've got a pretty consistent uh, base of people every month coming in brand new to the game, correct? Yeah. Yeah, we're still growing um, at a pretty you know steady pace. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the other thing you do have to consider that, uh, like Jared was pointing out, you know, there's – us little niche who are highly vocal on the forums and, you know, do podcasts. And then right. there's everybody else. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> and, and, and like we had a discussion last week where uh, the pro pinball table on steam is selling for 15 bucks. And I said, absolutely not. I wouldn't do it. And I have a feeling that that's very much what you're talking about. If that some people are saying to you, even at $5, yeah, we're actually, I think that we miss out on some sales at that price currently. You know what I mean? People see that and they're just like, that's unheard of an app. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's, it's a fine line. Um, I would just go back to hire more people. <laughs> throw more bodies at it, right? Hire more people and, th- and throw them, throw all that stuff at them. Um, <laughs> and then watch the price hike because more people equals yeah. more money, yo. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Hey, uh, Mike, since uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to you, uh, you know, since Arcade Expo has happened, and obviously you got to uh, float around the floor and see all the different pinball tables, I'm curious to know, uh, what did you and Norman come away with uh, that you went, uh, you know, straight into Bobby's office and were like, damn it, we need this in the game? (laughs) Um, I think we're going to get some some really cool um, uh, graphics upgrades for mobile. And for, uh, I think, for um, PC and stuff, too, we have some cool technology that we're going to throw in. I've actually um, seen some, speaking of that, that I, there's some right? sneaking into the platform very slowly. I'm looking at, in the latest, I spoke about this a little bit on the last podcast, but we can talk about this a little bit more because it is technically released on mobile now. Mm-hmm. That is the, mm-hmm. the new um, lighting effects on Eldorado EM. When you tilt the machine... Mobile now actually has all the GI go out, and that is new. That's never been done before on mobile for TPA. So it got me thinking with um, Doctor Who, if it is successful, which I'm sure we all hope it is, um, one thing with that era of tables, Dracula included Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula, is they have a very engaging um, GI, controlled GI effect on it. So I'd imagine that the the GI control that we're seeing introduced is paving the way for the ultimate success of Doctor Who to see some of those environmental effects creep into other platforms. Yeah, uh, it might be possible. I'm not sure if the um, if that was only possible on um, on those tables because of uh, of scripting. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and I could not be understanding uh, this completely. Um, but on some tables, we're limited to things because of emulation. You know what I mean? And those yep. tables were, we're not, we can't emulate them because they don't have, you know, they don't have chips and stuff like that, you know? That's right. The true emulation comes mm-hmm. from actually having the access to the ROM and the security state of it. And yeah. it's quite, it's non-trivial to actually emulate a pinball machine. I think people that are new to pinball arcade may not understand completely how difficult it is. And I know on the Kickstarter video, there is some um, uh, discussion of just how tricky it is. But, yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yes, yes, it does seem like very uh, something very difficult. We have a, a special emulation engineer that, that he knows what he's doing, and, and, you know, he's the only guy that can really get that stuff done for us, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's a very, degree too. Uh, very uh, VPN MAME and has had a lot of experience yep. emulating that. So, yeah, it's yep. got a good pedigree there. Mm-hmm. So what else did you see, though, at uh, Arcade Expo that uh, caught your eye? Um, 
I went over and played that stern uh, Game of Thrones. Did you guys get to go check that yes. out? Well, you did. I did what go did check you it out. Um, I thought that they were two completely different tables, to be honest, between the LE and the Pro. Absolutely. Um, oh, I didn't get to play the. I only played. I guess I played the. I don't know which one I played. It was the. Which guess, one? There's the one that has the uh, upper play field uh, to the left corner, mm-hmm. and then there was the one that didn't. It just had ramps. Yeah, I think I played everywhere. the one with just ramps. So yeah, I didn't yeah. play the. Other yeah. One. The the ramp one is very just a uh, classic Steve Ritchie, just lots of flow. Yeah. Um, and then the that's the pro version, and then the more expensive version had the upper play field, and it really slows down the table in general. Um, and so that's why I say it was almost like two completely different tables. Uh, but the to, the yeah, overall, the and it's yeah, it's strange. I was expecting, I really didn't have um, a lot of positive things to think about when I was thinking about the Pro because of just the, the disparity between the um, the premium and the Pro with the feature set. But I was yeah. pleasantly surprised when I actually got my hands on it and actually started flipping it. It does play really quite well and it's not bad. Yeah, it plays it well. Bad. The light show is good. I have no clue what was going on though. Yeah, I didn't play it long enough to understand the rules or anything like that. Just flashing lights, you know. And when well, well, I had one game, I had one game that went a really good long time. I mean, like I was probably on the ball for I don't know three minutes or so, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I could tell the guys that were waiting for their turn were getting annoyed and everything, and I was like, "Yeah, this is great." And then I got done with my ball, and they're like, "So what were you doing? What were you doing?" I go, "I have no idea. <laughs> I was, I was some just balls whacking the ball around, and things <laughs> were activating, and I don't understand what was causing them to ha- to do that." So in between that and yeah. you know, being blinded by these super intense LEDs in that game, when it gets a like a, a super like you achieve something big in that game, it is just epilepsy city <laughs> on that. There's actually two settings <laughs> in the operator menu. There's intense, and then there's normal for the lighting because it, it oh, is wow, that it has intense mode. Well, yeah, if it's on intense, yeah. I've, I had one of my operator friends here in Brisbane, they're a distributor for Stern up here. So he sometimes mm-hmm. gives me a bit of a heads up that they're getting a table in and invites me in to just mm-hmm. have a quick look at it before they deliver it. Ooh, and yeah, that's how I got to play it because they're, they're pretty few and far between here in, in Brisbane. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, he switched between the two lights to show me the intensity. I was, I was just like, wow. It's a <laughs> dramatic dark- difference, huh? Like if you think about how these tables are being marketed now, and you know the fact that they're being put into game rooms, dark game rooms, it would be an yeah. assault on your eyes trying to play this thing over a long period of time in a game room. Yeah, yeah, but people really enjoy that. You know, when oh, yeah. Adam's family starts flashing up top like that in the game room, everybody's kind of like, "Oh, what's going on?" Or um, is it is it High Speed Two that has it? No, it's um. I think SB2 has a, an attract mode with the uh, yeah, with the big with light. The light on top. Yeah, yep. yeah. When that thing goes I, off, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and um, F14, F14 has the three yeah, F14 mm-hmm. right there. That one is amazing. Yeah. Well, we were all in there the other day playing pinball, and that thing was going off, and it's hard not to look at it. Right? Coolest environment in there. I think this is a yeah. Thing, everyone's like seeing, oh, awesome. <laughs> we're seeing more and more pinball machines now that are being released. The new ones coming out with toppers because I think they're realizing the age old art of toppers is something that really does attract people when they're looking at uh, mm-hmm. a, a table. Bonsai Run is like one of the ones you'd love to digitize at yeah. some point, right? Yeah, that's a cool It's so table. hard to get a good specimen of, though, isn't it? Like, it's really tricky to find a good one. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we haven't tried to find one yet, but I've heard that mm. it's going to be difficult when we do try to find one, if we try to find one. Um, yeah. But that's something that's totally possible. Like, our physics will handle it fine, um, you know, with the uh, ball in the back yeah. back glass. Um, mm. Pinball circus, though, I don't know if that's necessarily uh, something that will sell well. I'm not sure. It's definitely uh, it's definitely part of pinball history and very cool. Um, yeah. I've had a chance to play it at uh, the Vegas um, Pinball Hall of, Hall of Fame. Fame. Yeah, Pinball Hall of Fame yeah. in Vegas. Um, and I think I may, I don't it's know if I've seen it somewhere else, but it's a cool table, <laughs> and I don't know if we're going to be able yeah. to do that one though. But uh, it'd be interesting you know, to see <laughs> when Circus Maximus um, finished the the I guess the re-release and actually mm. get Python's vision completely implemented into that table with all the features that Python Angelo actually wanted um in the, yeah. in the table before you know I don't know much history on it so so he actually well, had more planned for that table and uh, or that uh, yeah. machine <laughs> the one you see at at um, Pinball Hall of Fame is definitely a Whitewood um oh, so yeah. it's a it's a concept table that Python wanted to get through but Williams 
um, when he presented yeah. the the concept to them, really were concerned about the bill of materials, and were wondering if operators would actually cop the extra costs that would be involved in producing it. But now Circus Maximus has been deeply involved with um, with Python Angelo on his deathbed, um, basically passing over all the information he had on the table, all the the features that he wanted into it, um, and they've got a they've got a plan basically to to recreate it as Python originally wanted it without any question about bill of materials costs or anything like that because mm. it's going to be a, a bespoke yeah. table that's and pretty the, big. <laughs> that's huge. So yeah. the if you were going to target it for conversion, it would certainly be on the Circus <laughs> Maximus one that you want to actually get in right. on. Um, because it is just so, it will be the complete version. Um, I believe so it actually has a blessing. Either. Sorry, so say that again, Mike? Circus Maximus, right? Is that what you're saying? Um, Circus Maximus, yeah. They're the yeah. company that um, are basically doing all the, the, the funding to... That's basically the um, name for Pinball the, Circus. ...the table produced. So it's another mm-hmm. you know boutique or oh. small, small run manufacturer. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're looking at... Um, uh, yeah, getting that up and running with all the toys. Like the when a little bit for those people who don't know about the table, the 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 concept that Python wanted to actually um, do is to actually have pinball a little bit more interactive. So he, he Python being a bit risque as well, he has certain interface um, things that he'd like to introduce he, that he would have liked mm. to introduce. So you have to pelvic thrust. The machine to um, to activate a a snake um, ball saver in the in between the flippers, and it was taken out of the the whitewood due to cost. But they plan to actually put that back into the um, the, the redone cool. table, and everything is just going to be like yeah. down to the the letter of what Python wanted. Um, Let, let's remember so this is the be guy that did when uh, they get it done. Yeah, um, that'll be cool. You know, maybe that'll actually uh, be something that. Um, Farsight might consider or something. I don't know. You know, that's just my opinion when I think about it. You know, I don't really know what can what can happen. But I definitely agree with um, with uh, Colton there yeah. and say that that would be something if it required a Kickstarter. That would yeah. I was going to say let's just win on because it's um it is such a piece of um, pinball history that um, it would be just amazing to get into the, right. the collection. That but is what we, uh, we want to do, we want to try and uh, preserve pinball history as much as we can. Let's just remember yeah, also that the goal uh, of what you guys oh, man. Just, just bust right in. Is, yeah. is, is, is hey, man. It, are you able to – I realized you guys weren't able to see me or hear me. I was like, I'm trying to talk, and you're not, I'm like ah. – I was going to say, let's remember the – Yeah, we're just like mm. – Yeah, exactly, right? Just, yeah. just we're really not there at all. <laughs> yeah. He's just the host. Um, no, I was going to say, just remember that Python's responsible for zingy bingy uh, and – <laughs> yeah, from Capcom. When, when you say risque, just... he's a little off. He was a little off his rocker. So, um, <laughs> you know, giving well, him carte blanche to do whatever the heck he wanted <laughs> can be kind of uh, yeah. dicey. <laughs> oh, I don't reckon. I think that he, like the thing is that this isn't being produced by Belly Williams, who no. had a whole lot of commercial concerns to worry about. This is being produced by a a set of, a group of guys who want to honor Python's right. original vision for the table. So it's going to be nuts. And that's exactly how it should be. That sounds cool. Which kind of brings yeah. me to this. Uh, and, and cause I had this conversation with Mike at, uh, arcade expo, uh, our table mm-hmm. of the week is going to be cactus Canyon. Just for you. Oh, Mike. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yes. Um, <Love> but <laughs> I, had, I had mentioned to you about, uh, cactus Canyon continued. Um, mm, right. and so I was just going to just, you know, Redrop that in your ear so you can go to Bobby and knock on his office and say, can yeah. we please, can we please? Um, <laughs> I've already been bugging Norman to see if we can get that right? installed on our uh, on our Cactus Canyon. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Awesome. I'll still I'll go see. You know, that sounds fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, as I, as I told you, it's just like, it's a shame to own Cactus Canyon and not have Cactus Canyon continued on it. So yeah, I, I, know. I really yeah. hope you guys at least get it just for your own sakes. Um I hope so. It's I awesome. want I want to mod all the tables eventually. We haven't been modding anything or, yeah. or you know adding like LED kits or anything special yeah. like that. But I I think it'd be something um, cool if we could just you know upgrade a table here and there every once in a while and add right. some cool mods and actually going. it's it's funny. Speaking of like real tables, I just wonder. Um, you might not know this, 
uh, or know too much about this, Mike, but how's the um, the routing operation going up in Big Bear there with all the tables on location? You guys doing all right out of the coin drops? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're getting pretty full. We're getting, oh, that's we're good. Getting full. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, um, Farsight, with their huge collection of tables, they're kind of running out of room. So yep. to combat kind that of? And, to, and to support... And to support the the local pinball industry and pay it for, they're they're putting their machines that they've got in the collection already on location in bars and clubs up in Big Bear, and yeah. uh, making the tables, which are a formidable collection of sixty plus now, um, yep. available to everyone to play up there. And the the coin drops, um, uh, the the money earned in the cash boxes are actually going back into the studio to do. Other things. What were the things again? I think you told us last time when you were on. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be for fixing the tables, upgrading the tables, hopefully. Um, yeah, and, uh, and maybe even cheap operating them. No, no, it's not. We, you know, we had a pinball party uh, like two Fridays ago, um, mm. and uh, you know, we had all the tables in the conference room, which is our main pinball room. We had all of them working perfectly, and by the end of the night, almost half of them were ready to yeah. ready to get fixed. <laughs> They get service them off and just move on. <laughs> yeah, they get service pretty often. Um, it's funny because I mean but, the arcade pinballs—they're designed to be flogged to death. You know, when they mm-hmm. were out of the crate fresh, they—they're designed to work all the time. Yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. they are mechanical, so you do need to maintain it. But, but they were also they, only designed to have a five-year shelf life. That's, yeah, that's right. true. The yeah. tables that we have have been around for a long time, and yeah. we bought them when they're already old and already in arcades for a long time. Or yeah. you know. If, if we get one that was in someone's house, you know, for yeah. the whole time. That's right. So, yeah, it, it's tough keeping them running and keeping them greased. I think that's why a lot of operators these days are looking to the new and box sterns because of reliability and just being able to put them on site and have them earn and not really have to do a lot with them because of they're not using yeah. 20-year-old technology or 30-year-old technology in them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it is cool. We're trying to get pinball tables out there because we are running on a space. Um, we've got some in the local sports bar, and we're trying to get some in a in a pizza place, I think. Uh, and we have I pizza think like four or five tables. It's a, yeah, it's a perfect union, pizza and <laughs> pinball. You can't go wrong. Now, yeah. are you putting yeah. a, are you putting a topper on top of them that says you know Farsight's Pinball Arcade? We have totally uh, sure. we have little uh, yeah we do have we do have little things to say. You can download this okay, table, good. Um, <laughs> you know, and like a QR awesome. code on there. But yeah, <laughs> we're trying to we yeah we're trying to get people to to realize our app and and realize pinball yeah. you know and uh, it would be cool if we could turn big bear into kind of a pinball area you know where people there's no reason why you couldn't like it yeah. could be a destination it's a very touristy spot yeah yeah so yeah there's an so, opportunity you know, for it to really earn up there because it's sort of like a bit of a captive audience once you get up there right so it's particularly in the snow yeah. season so yeah we had some kind of uh, arcade where it was just you know it was like an arcade with regular cabinets and stuff too but really emphasis on pinball mm-hmm. um that would be that would be pretty cool. You know, I don't know if anybody wants to do that. Well, I was going to say, don't you have like, isn't, I mean, probably only a mile away from, uh, from you guys where the, uh, Alpine sleds or Alpine slide is, uh, Mm -hmm. that whole, uh, it's kind of a downhill, uh, kid area. You might say, Jared, uh, not skiing, but inner tubing during the winter and during the summer, they have a, uh, concrete, uh, trail that is a toboggan thing on or whatever. I'd imagine a place like that would be fabulous if you could build an arcade or put an arcade, you know, with them. Uh, I think they actually have a twilight zone there. I'm, I'm just kind of vaguely remembering this, but I think that would, that would be a great place for it. That's Um, perfect. They have a lot of cabinet. High traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Get some warehouse space there and put like 50 tables in there. Plus some arcade cabinets, man. License to print money. Yep. <laughs> claw, machines. Cool. <laughs> claw machines. Claw machines. <laughs> hey, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> um, we we are uh, we're we're fast. I don't know with all the edits that's going to ha- take place exactly how long this uh, podcast is. But I was going to say, why don't we uh, why don't we wrap up this segment of the actual uh, pinball arcade blockade, and uh, we can move into the back room. Uh, for yeah. my other uh, piece, uh, Mike, you can hang around if you want to. Otherwise, we can release you and you can uh, deal with uh, yeah, deal with your four month old and uh, the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah, Super Bowl. <laughs> I gotta go to that. I'm gonna take him. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome. Hey, uh, so uh, yeah, thank you so much, Mike, for popping in and uh, clarifying some things on the Kickstarter. Hopefully, you guys do succeed with that, and we go to uh, get to play some uh, Doctor Who. That'd be fantastic. 
Yeah, I think we will. Uh, I think we will. I'm pretty confident that we can succeed here. Um, things are picking up this weekend, and maybe the new tiers are going to keep bringing in uh, pledges over the week. Um, but one thing I forgot to uh, mention is um, we're going to be announcing it on on Facebook and everything today. But there's um, there's a lunar sale on uh, Steam, and you yes. guys can all get uh, season one, two, and three for fifty percent off right now on there. And uh, that's the first time nice. we put season. Well. I think we put season three on sale during Christmas at some point, but, um, sorry, phone blown up. Um, but, uh, yeah, first right now, it's a good opportunity to pick up season three and two and one. If you guys don't have it yet, it's 50% off. So it's pretty good deal. Yeah. Fantastic. That's great. All All right. right, Thanks again, Mike. And, uh, we shall uh, talk to you again, uh, real soon. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Okay. And, uh, that'll do it for this, uh, blockade. I've been shut your trap, AKA Chris Freebus. That has been Jared Morgs and uh, we will see you all again next week. Same time. Hopefully. See you later. All right. Bye guys. Wizardamusement.com. The West coast leader classic pinball. Makers of custom pinball shooter rods and buyer specifications. Swap out your standard ball plunger with something themed to your specific table. Installs in less than five minutes with no custom tools. Even if you don't own a table, looks great as a pinball memento to admire. Prices start at $39, but mention Blockade Podcast and receive 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball.